Today on First Cup, I'll tell you about my weekend and all the traveling and all that good stuff. We got a new episode of Martial Arts Radio, and uh, it's somebody that you probably have heard of's birthday. We'll talk about him. So stick around. We're live in uh, 12 seconds. Got my coffee poured. And here we go in three, two, one. Good morning, everybody, and welcome. Today is Monday, January 10th, 2022. My name is Jeremy, and this is my first cup of coffee. Good morning to Andy and Stacy and Tommy. We have today's celebrity in the house. Good morning, Mark. Oh, everybody joining. Super cool. How was your weekend? Did you... Did you do anything? How was your Friday? Did you do anything? Good morning, Stacy. I already said that. I'm still waking up. Well, Friday, as if, if you were here Friday, you know what my weekend was. But if you weren't, let me tell you. Traveled, trained, taught, traveled, taught, traveled. Did two seminars this weekend at friend Craig Wareham's school, Karate International in Exeter, New Hampshire, and then friend Paul Milholm's school, Jite Taekwondo in West Hartford, Connecticut. And in between was driving all around and hanging out and having a good time with a lot of great friends. And it was a nice weekend. Good morning, Dennis and Kelly. Andy went to brunch with his girlfriend yesterday. Sounds pretty nice. Well, I will say, as much as I love traveling, I was happy to be home in my bed, in my home, have all the things available to me that I expect, that I am used to, right? Like home, home is a nice thing. I did get home and I'm pulling up the driveway and just had to shake my head yet again at whomever delivered a box and just can't quite get it together. So there was a box, not a terribly large box, and they had managed to balance it on part of the garage door kind of lip so it wasn't in the snow. But literally seven feet away were shelves that I put out explicitly for the purpose of delivering boxes. It would have fit on the, on the shelves. Um, I don't know what's going on. I don't understand it, but I did have some Girl Scout cookies last night because that's what they delivered. I figured out the trick. Here's the trick. If you don't want to eat all of your Girl Scout cookies at once, you put them in the freezer immediately. I have four more boxes in the freezer. Well, let's see what's going on in here. Uh, Stacy shot photos for a black belt promotion and then stayed in. And everybody's telling Stacy how awesome her photos were because they were. Jenny was late to the show because she was looking at the pictures. Oh, that's cool. Um, so. These two seminars that I taught this weekend, these were the first ones on the tour, on the 2022 tour. And they went very differently. Uh, oh, 
both two hours. First hour was roughly the same. But my goals that I had for the attendees, I knew this was likely to happen. If you've ever taught things, you can plan and plan and plan and plan. And sometimes things aren't going to go with the plan. And I did have some, some things I wanted people to walk away with. So started calling some audibles if we want to use uh, football parlance and managed to get it to happen. And it took a different set of things in the second seminar. So I'm expecting that that's going to be my challenge as I travel around and teach. And we added one more date to the tour, February 19th in Keene, New Hampshire at Andrews School, is that as I do these things, I'm going to have to work to find what's going to get people to kind of break out and figure out what I want them to do. So that'll be fun. I like those challenges. Good morning, Eric. All right. Well, since he's here, and I know he's already excited, uh, so today's episode is with Tommy. Tommy Given. Is it up yet? Let me see. Where's my phone? I've known Tommy for a little bit, and it was nice to finally get to talk to him in the context of an episode and learn about him and learn things that I did not know. So I knew a bit about him, but not a ton. Uh, nope, nope, where is it? Over here. How about here? Come on. There we go. We go to that. Not up yet. Will it be up soon? Probably uploading right now. They usually go live somewhere between 6.30 and 7. And now the chat's talking about Girl Scout cookies in the freezer and Thin Mints, frozen Thin Mints being a treat. I got one box of Thin Mints. They are not my favorite, but I know a lot of other people like them. So. I figured, who knows, maybe I'm investing in cookies now. Maybe somebody's going to come along and say, hey, I'll give you 20 bucks for that box of cookies, and I'll say, sure. Because unless things have changed, Girl Scout cookies are only certain times a year. Has that changed? If that's changed, then my idea is not going to work. I'm just going to have to eat them all. The chat's just being silly, and I'm not following it. Uh, so we got today's episode with Tommy. What else is going on today? Today, I've got a stack of meetings, like a big stack of meetings. Meetings and meetings and meetings. I think I've got one, two, let's see, one, two, three, four meetings before lunch. There's a 30-minute break in there. Uh, and then after lunch, I've got one, two, three more meetings. I don't see myself doing much that isn't meeting related. And then I got a lesson at the range this evening. Uh, spent a little bit more time thinking during my driving because I had three, five, six, seven, probably 10 hours of driving, 11 hours of driving this weekend. And spent some more time thinking about There's a weird tone happening. 
don't know. Either I have tinnitus or there's something going on. I don't think it's tinnitus. Could be. Spent more time thinking about opening a school. And I've reached out to somebody else. I'd reached out to one person who I thought might be a good person to kind of partner with. Not, not in an educational way, but just most of you know, like I need help on things because of the sheer number of things I'm doing. And that person was interested, excited, qualified. And I never heard from him again. So I reached out to one other person and I said, hey. And they said, hey, yeah, I'd love to know more. Tell me what you know about what you're looking for. And I was like, I, I don't know. That's why I want to talk to you. So I'm going to try to have a call with that person sometime soon. But I spent a lot of time thinking about that while I was driving. And I think it is time. I think it's time for me to teach again. I have theories on how to take some of these things that I'm doing, that I'm teaching in seminars, that I'm, I'm pretty good at illustrating for people, and the long-term impact on using those principles to teach martial artists. And I, I've shared some of these theories with people, and they keep coming back with, yeah, I, I think that could be game-changing. So instead of just speculating, I want to test it. That's the best way to test it, to have my own students. So, For some reason, we're talking about pineapple pizza. I love pineapple pizza. Pineapple on pizza is great. You know what else works well on, on pizza or in a lot of things? Fried plantains. Uh, what else? What, else? what other fruit? does well on pizza. Tomatoes are technically a fruit. We all know that. I could envision, you know what? I could I could put together like a very Vermont themed pizza with apples on it. Apples uh, work a little bit of maple syrup into the sauce. Some cheddar in with the pizza. Yeah, that'd be pretty awesome. Tommy's asking if it would be like a Taekwondo or a karate school. The only reason I would call it anything is because I would have to because people would want to know. And so I've got this theory, I'll share this with you that the martial art that you start with, assuming that you do it for a while or even a little while, not just, you know, like a couple classes, but the martial art you do for a little while informs your perspective on what martial arts is as you look at the rest of the world. My first 16 years of martial arts was karate. I look at the martial arts as a karate guy. Even when I do Taekwondo, it comes through with the karate flavor. It's like an accent. So I think I would refer to what I was teaching as karate. Because if people come to me, what are you teaching? Martial arts. Yeah, but what kind? It's just martial arts. They're not going to have the context for understanding why I don't want to answer that question. And my highest ranks in karate. So it probably looks best that I do that. But we'll figure that out. Who knows when that'll happen sometime. 
And it does provide an opportunity to do something and further goals and make a little bit of money at a time when I'm not already working the evenings. Either this is all going to work or I'm just going to dissolve into a puff of dust one day. We'll see what happens. Pop Saget died, you guys. Did you see that? I went to bed and the world was the world was no less fine than it had been. And I woke up and Bob Saget was dead. That was sad. <sighs> Betty White, Bob Saget, and we're not even, well, I mean, technically Betty was last year. Right? Wasn't she last year or did she just, was it just over the line? I don't remember. But it's still sad. There are, there are certainly some sad people today. Okay. Speaking of sad, let's not be sad. Let's find ways to move on. Let's talk about somebody who has had a surprising career. George Foreman turned 73 today. Fun fact. I don't think this, he says this here. George Foreman made more money off the Foreman grill, way more money off the Foreman grill than he ever did in boxing like a stupid amount. And this is why when you look at doing a thing, don't get wrapped up in the narrowness of that business model. Martial arts radio makes zero dollars, cost money. But it is the thing that has led to everything else that we've done, including let's say free training day, which now starts to with 2022, even though it's free, there are ways where we're going to make some money. So Foreman turned 73. Boxing is like jazz. The better it is, the less people appreciate it. Oh, yeah, and John Madden died. Little, little, uh, uh, I wouldn't call Madden polarizing but people either really were into football and I'd appreciated his contributions to, I, I would say more sports casting than his time on the field as a coach, or he didn't really care about football. Betty passed on New Year's Eve. Okay. So technically we can, we can leave Betty White last year. We don't have to count her in the 2022 totals. Jenny says, what art do you practice? I do Pilsong Mudo. Huh? Well, it's a blend of Taekwondo, Tang Sudo, Hapkido, and many other styles, traditional martial arts. Huh? Karate. I do karate. Oh, cool. <laughs> yes. Very. People ask that question only because they've been taught to ask that question. They don't actually care. And the answers don't even mean anything. What style of martial arts do you do? I do this one. Okay. And the only reason they're going to ask follow-ups is if they've never heard of it. Don't confuse people. Okay. Boxing is like jazz. What was the rest of it? The better it is, the less people appreciate it. Right now, people are spending stupid amounts of money collectively, on pay-per-view fights with amateurs, with people who are not very good. 
while professional boxers are deemed to be boring. There are a couple things going on there. One, people like the story. They're tuned in for the story. They're not tuned in for the fight so much. But two, really good boxing, very technical boxing, kind of boring. You have to really understand boxing to watch. I think it's the same issue we have with forums competition in martial arts. Unless you understand forums, unless you really get it, it's hard to watch someone do forums and I should say a form at a high level and understand it and appreciate it because there's so much tiny little detail. And you could say the same thing about boxing. You'd say the same thing about jazz. I don't really understand jazz. I like jazz, but the jazz, I, I've never heard this term, but I would expect that true jazz aficionados would consider my, what I appreciate in the jazz world is like bubblegum jazz, you know, Miles Davis and Mingus and, and the stuff that if you know even a tiny bit about jazz, you've heard of these people and you listen to their albums. Herbie Hancock. That kind of stuff. Yeah, Stacy gives the example. Watch a black belt do Chongji, which is the first form, or, or, or you know, like a Techie Shodan, Pinyon, Heian Shodan, etc. It's a pretty basic form. But there's a lot there if you know what you're doing. Most people never get there, though, because they don't want to practice the basic form because it's boring because they already know it. Next. Being angry and resentful of someone is like letting them live rent-free in your head. Oh, this is his quote. Okay, nice. I love this quote. The, the, the obsession that some people have with other people and what they're doing and the lengths that they will go to to undermine them or, or, or destroy, to destroy them blows me away. I was having a conversation with a friend, with Paul, uh, yesterday before I left and talking about some people we know personally, not well, but personally, and their obsession with certain other figures in the martial arts world. I'm not going to give any more detail than that. But it's really interesting to watch people invest so much time in worrying about other people who really don't worry about them. I have detractors. I have people who have put in time trying to make me look bad, whatever, I'm not worried about you. What you do in your life doesn't change anything for me. But I think, you know, when I think about that case, when I think about what Paul and I were talking about, I think a good number of those folks are jealous that they felt they deserved more, whatever, recognition, um, fame, celebration, awards, whatever, for what they did than the person they look at. 
And I think this is the same mindset that leads people to get bent out of shape over someone else's rank. There are people out there. Let's let's just face it. And and we I think we could say this about every single person. If we look, don't even have to look hard. There's someone that outranks me. That if we look at um, conventional criteria, time training, skill, accomplishments, whatever you put in that group. They don't have as much as me. They don't have as much time. They haven't accomplished whatever, right? I don't care. The number of stripes, not that I even put stripes on my belt versus someone else's changes nothing about me. If I'm walking around in a room with a bunch of, of 10th degree black belts, it doesn't change anything about me. What if I'm better than those 10th degree black belts, which I'm probably not. But I'm sure there's somebody out there who's been promoted to 10th really, really fast. It didn't, right? Like, I don't care. I don't care. I got other things to worry about. I'm not going to worry about what somebody else is doing or not doing that doesn't affect me. Yeah, but Jeremy, it, it, yeah, sure, it does. And how do you combat that? By leading, by providing a better example. Jenny says, that's such a great quote. I used to have it posted at my workstation in the lab. Tommy says, insecurity drives a lot of that too. Yeah. If you're secure in who you are and what you do and why you do it and where you're headed, you don't worry about what other people are doing. I was driving through Connecticut. Some of the people are dumb in the way that they drive. I got some hairy eyeballs. Well, I'm sorry that I'm only doing 10 miles an hour over the speed limit and that that's not enough for you. Uh, but tough. I'm not going to worry about it. I'm not going to let the way I drive change because of the way you drive. I don't want to drive your way. I'm going to drive my way. All right, last quote. <clears throat> the world is full of people who want to play it safe. People who have tremendous potential, but never use it. Somewhere deep inside them, they know that they could do more in life, be more, and have more, if only they were willing to take a few risks. I love that. That, that is a phenomenal quote in a great way to start the week. Risks don't have to be big. It doesn't mean you have to throw away everything you have to start over. You can. But it could also mean that you try doing a little thing on the side or, hey, it's the garbage truck. Nope, oh, that's a sanding truck. Don't be afraid to try something. Don't be afraid to take a risk. Don't be afraid to do a thing that everybody else says is a bad idea when in your gut you know it's got a good chance. Here's a hint. Everything I've ever done 
was originally met by people who said it was a bad idea. Whistlekick was a bad idea. The podcast was a bad idea. The show was a bad idea. Making sparring gear was a bad idea. My IT business was a bad idea. Having a store was a bad idea. It was all a bad idea. Everything was a bad idea. Oh, well. And when I think about the people that I remember telling me these things, they're all doing exactly the same thing that they were then. They're no happier. They're no better off in any measurable way that I can see. And those are the same people now that are very vocally telling me that they're they're proud and I've done a great job and they always believed in me. I know who's been supportive. I know who I'm going to invite to the top of the mountain for the view when there's room. When there's room on the bus. And it's none of them. So, Tommy's episode up yet? Let's see. Let's take a look. No, where is it? I'll go see what's going on. It might even be in the podcast feed, just not on YouTube, because that happens sometimes. I hope you have a good day. I hope. Well, thank you, Dennis. Dennis was one of the people in attendance at Saturday's seminar, and he is saying very nice things about me. Remember, we do the show every weekday, 6.30 a.m., U.S. Eastern Time. You can watch it live. You can watch it later on YouTube. You can catch it in audio form as a podcast. If you have things that you want to say to contribute to the show, facebook.com slash first cup with Jeremy. If you don't do Facebook, you're welcome to email me, Jeremy at whistlekick.com. And if you want to support us, two big things that you can do. You can make a purchase at whistlekick.com using the code podcast. I'm sorry. First cup, one five. I'm showing one of the limited edition mugs right now, the Jackie Chan quote mug. You can get that over there. Uh, you can also support the Patreon, patreon.com slash whistlekick. If you want the whole list of all the things you can do to support, whistlekick.com slash family. <sighs> Coffee. Coffee's kicking in. I'm starting to wake up. Kelly, why don't you, that's an important conversation. Why don't you post that as a thing to talk about for tomorrow's episode? Because we are, we are winding up here, winding up, winding down, closing up shop, however you want to, whatever word. I hope that we can talk about that tomorrow. So take care, everyone. Have a fantabulous day and I'll see you back here tomorrow. Peace.